Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Let's get this show on the road. Uh, let me start the show saying congratulations to the Texas Rangers for getting their first world title <coughs> in franchise history, which now leaves five Major League Baseball teams who do not have the title, who have not won a World Series. Those five are the Brewers, the Mariners, the Padres, the Rockies, and the Rays. Those are the five franchises who have yet to win a World Series. The Rays got close back in 2020, but there are five left. Also, congratulations to Corey Seager. One World Series MVP last night. He becomes the fourth guy to win the World fourth position player, quote-unquote, to win the World Series twice. Most recently, he is now the most recent guy. The last one to do it was Mr. October, Mr. Pinstripe himself, Mr. Reggie Jackson. Um, You know, and it was eerie when Fox brought up the graphic of how dang near close Corey Seager's postseason stats were to Reggie's. I'm not saying Corey Seager is Mr. October, but boy, when the calendar does change to it, he seems to play very well. And as far as last night went, D-back fans, you had a great season. But guess what? When your pitcher is throwing six, six no-hit innings, I told you, all Zach Gallon had to do was do six. He did his part. Your offense could not score a run. They put a pressure on Evaldi. Evaldi walked more more guys in one game than he did in the entire postseason. I think he walked five to- five D-backs last night. He had done only five for the entire postseason. And yet you still couldn't get a run? I The Rangers earned it. They deserved it. But now... The head is the heaviest that wears the crown. So, Ranger fans, you might want to soak it up now. But spring training is right around the corner, believe it or not. we got three months until next season gets right back to square one. So, for all my baseball fans, enjoy the holidays. And I'll see you guys in February for the spring training uh, preview shows. So, I'll see you guys in February. For everybody else, football time tonight, Thursday night, in Nashville. Derrick Henry still the running back in Tennessee tonight. As the Titans take on the Steelers, Will Levis will get the start for the Titans. But you're facing one of the best pass rushers in the game in T.J. Watt. And I'm sorry... I know Pittsburgh lost pretty bad, and I know Kenny Pickett got hurt. I don't think he'll be, I don't think he's starting tonight. So Mitch Trubisky, I'm going to have to ride with you tonight. So I'm going to go with the Steelers tonight. It's going to be a lot closer and a very, very low scoring. So expect this maybe, expect the score to be in the teens. I would not be surprised if it is. But let's be a little more generous here. 24-21, I'll take the Steelers over the Titans. 
24 to 21. So that's your pick for tonight in the NFL. Again, 24-21. As far as the stat line, if the Titans are going to win, they're going to need another stellar performance, stellar performance out of Will Levis. And I'm sorry, but we saw it with Tyson Badgett on Sunday night. You can get one, but can you get one against a really good defense, a very talented defense in Pittsburgh's own right? I, but we'll see. Maybe Will Levis will get a couple touchdowns. Maybe he will, but I'm going to go 24-21. All Mitch has to do is not turn the ball over because I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to be ready to go. If he is and he's going to gut it out, then this is going to be a lot closer than you think. But I'm going to go 24-21. Steelers over the Titans. Uh, for the spotlight games tonight in the other leagues, let's go ahead get those out of the way, and then, believe it or not, we're going to have some fun on this show. We're going to take it off the field for a second and go to next year for college football because, believe it or not, the Big Ten has revealed the schedule for next year. Actually, they revealed it for the next four years, but... We're, we take it one year at a time here on this show, so I'm going to go ahead and read that story to you guys, and then that's how I'll wrap up the show today, because the Big Ten did announce that uh, today. So I'm going to go ahead and show you guys that, but first, let's go ahead and jump right in to the show, and of course, for those that are, oh, there we go. So let's do the spotlight game today. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve games on tap for tonight. I'll give you three spotlight games. Go with Vegas at home minus one thirty-five on the <coughs> money line. Sorry, I don't have a cough button. But minus one thirty-five on the money line. For Vegas, as far as the goals go, go 4-1 to one Vegas over Winnipeg. That's one. Go with the Bruins over the Maple Leafs. I know Toronto's favored on the money line, minus 115. But as far as the goals go, go with the Bruins on the road. Go with the Bruins at home, 3-2. to two. And then your third pick for tonight. Go with the Islanders on the road in D.C. And 3-1 there. So 3-1 Isles, 3-2 Bruins over the Maple Leafs, 3-1 Isles over the Capitals, and go 4-1 Vegas over Winnipeg. So those are your scores and three picks, three spotlight picks for tonight in the NHL. Let's go ahead and get you guys into the NBA. Only four games on tonight, so I'm only going to do two spotlights here. Go with Philly minus eight and a half. So we're going to round that off to nine for score purposes. Going to go 109-100 Philly over Toronto. Game number three, go Jazz at home plus two and a half. So we're going to round that off to three. 97-94. Jazz over the Magic. 
And then go with Phoenix minus 10.5 over the Spurs. Round that off to 11. I'll go 121 to 110. Suns over the Spurs. So again, take the Suns over the Spurs, Jazz over the Magic, and the Sixers over the Raptors. Those are your three spotlight games of the four tonight in the NBA. For college football, for those that aren't or don't have Amazon Prime, and honestly, I don't blame you, but if there is one, and we'll get to the uh, release here. In fact, that's going to be my final topic, but whew, sorry, I had a little piece of hair on my phone here. Um, all right, so we got one, two, three. Yeah, we got three games on tonight. So go Duke minus seven. Go Texas Tech minus two and a half. And go, eh, you know what? I'm going to go TCU on the road. Go TCU plus two and a half. And go with Troy minus seven. So they're a touchdown favorite. Go with Troy there. So go with two of the favorites and go with the road underdog in college football. Go T Again, go TCU plus two and a half. Go Duke minus seven and go minus and go Troy minus seven. So those are the lines there. Take those lines again. Those lines are courteous of Caesar's Sportsbook. They're not mine. They are Caesar's. So in case they switch the line, don't blame me. I'm just going off their book. So again, plus two and a half for TCU, minus seven for Duke, and minus seven for Troy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right. So those are the picks, but we're going to have <coughs> fun with this one. We're looking, <coughs> I don't know why I have the tickle in my throat, but anyway, we're going to have some fun with this one. Uh, the Big Ten, the football conference, has released its schedule for 2024. Now, as I covered all summer, the Big Ten now will have 18 schools heading into next year. No divisions and four new teams. Those four teams are USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington joining the 14 other existing schools. Well, how is that schedule going to look? Again, the pack, the Big Ten did release the schedule, but that was before Oregon and Washington joined the party. But now they've released their newer one. In fact, they've released their schedules for 2024, 2024 and 2028. All the way up to 2028, I should say. But this is a little interesting. So for my West Coasters out here, this is where it's going to get fun, okay? USC will visit Michigan in its first ever Big Ten Conference game. With UCLA, we'll make two cross-country trips. And Oregon and Washington will be featured during rivalry weekend of the Big Ten's 2024 football schedule which the league unveiled Thursday. The league's first schedule with 18 members, each playing nine conference games, was shaped using the Flex Protect 18 model, which includes 12 annual protected rivalries and a robust rotation to avoid the long gaps between pairings present in other conferences. <laughs> the Big Ten also ensured that any team from the Eastern or Central time zones Traveling to the West Coast and any of the four West Coast editions, USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, traveling east <clears throat> would have either a home game or an open week following 
the lengthy trips. Both the 2024 and 2025 seasons contained two open weeks per team, which made the scheduling process easier, Big Ten Chief Operating Officer Kerry Kenny told ESPN. Quote, the two main components that were asked to hit were the ge geographic and travel balance, and then also the competitive balance. Kenny later on went to say, quote, obviously, in a schedule of teams that are this competitive and this deep, there's always going to be pockets of tough stretches. And something that on paper right now, based on the way teams look, it's always going to make it seem a little bit more difficult and maybe a little easier than it may play out. So here's how it goes. Eight teams in the Eastern or Central time zones have open weeks after their only West Coast trips. And the other six have home games. The four West Coast teams will not play consecutive road games in 2024. UCLA will open its season on August 31st at Hawaii. We'll then travel to Penn State on October 5th and Rutgers on October 19th. So for my Bruins fans, you're actually going to get the easiest Big Ten schedule. Although, starting with Penn State might seem a little rough, but it's a little interesting here. So UCLA opens its season at Hawaii, but then will travel to Penn State on October 5th, and then to Rutgers on October 19th, but will host Minnesota on October 12th, and have an open week after the Rutgers games. The two Pac-12 rivalry games fall in to the protected category, Oregon, Washington, and UCLA, USC, and USC and Washington also will meet on November 2nd in Seattle. Oregon and USC will not play each other in 2024. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. That, would, that Kenny would say was based on creating a rotation where new members would play existing members more frequently and sooner. This is how USC is, is going to go. Ready? USC will open Big Ten play with Michigan. So they got to go to Ann Arbor first. Then they get to host Wisconsin, go to Minnesota, and they get to host Penn State. So as far as the USC-UCLA component to the Big Ten schedule next year, USC is going to get the shaft starting with Michigan. But believe it or not, USC and UCLA, with the way that's going to play out, might actually win out later. USC will open Big Ten play with Michigan, Wisconsin at home, Minnesota on the road, and Penn State at home, while Oregon will face both Ohio State and Michigan in a four-week stretch. Washington's first November schedule in the Big Ten includes each of the three other West Coast editions, plus a November 9th trip to Penn State. The USC-UCLA game will take place on November 23rd, so for all of us who've been around that rivalry, that will not change. It's going to get its Thanksgiving... Actually, it got moved up to Thanksgiving. It used to be right at December, or just before championship weekend, but now... And then UCLA would have to play uh, Cal on Thanksgiving weekend, and USC would play Notre Dame. Well, we don't have to do that now. Uh, let's see. 
The USC-UCLA game will take place on November 23rd so that USC could finish its regular season by hosting Notre Dame. Uh, Kenny said, quote, in a perfect world, the Big Ten would love to have USC and UCLA on rivalry weekend alongside Ohio State, Michigan, Purdue, and Indiana, Wisconsin and Minnesota, Iowa and Nebraska, and now Oregon and Washington. UCLA, which traditionally plays a Pac-12 opponent in years where USC finishes with Notre Dame, moved a non-league game with Fresno State to November 30th and will open Big Ten play in Week 3 when it hosts Indiana. The 2024 schedule does not include a conference game during open weekend, and only one in both Week 2, Michigan State at Maryland, and Week 3, Indiana at UCLA. So India, so UCLA gets to host Indiana! So, I'm sorry, but they're actually, the Big Ten is actually helping out the newbies a little bit. The Big Ten schedule includes only one confirmed Friday game in Iowa, Nebraska, which has traditionally taken place the day after Thanksgiving. It will occur November 29th, 2024, but the Big Ten will fill additional Friday slots despite some opposition from its coaches because of traditional high school games. Uh, Kenny said the Big Ten likely would announce its 2025 schedule during the 2024 season. So in other words, I just wanted to say the Big Ten schedule next year is actually going to be fun, especially for all us West Coasters. I know the Pac-12's gone, but we're going to have to look to the future a little bit. The Big Ten schedule looks a little more fun now. USC and UCLA will now be played on Thanksgiving weekend next year. And that I'm actually excited to see. So, we'll see how this all plays out. But, that's the fun part. Sorry, I'm trying to hold back a either a cough or a burp, but either way. Um, otherwise, I'm logging off for tonight. I just wanted to read you that. But thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. To watch this show, you got to go to Rumble.com, either by downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or again, go to Rumble.com. In your desktop computer, once you do that, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have all 596 episodes of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms. And speaking of algorithms... You can follow this show on its Facebook page. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. For post-episode interaction, you can follow me on X. Yours truly, at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. And, 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 if you want off-show stuff, you got to follow me on Instagram at Austin Spamonte. 
That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Auto Podcast. Enjoy the game tonight. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.